0: The Countdown to Summer is On. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball returns on June 2nd, and it's time to meet the newest members of the 2023 team with this week's roster release. Here are your hosts, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman, and head coach Mitch Darlington.
1: It's a new month, and it's a new edition of the Wodachi Apple Sox podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Joel Norman, breaking down the latest players to join the Apple Sox as we open up the month of April. Right now, we are so close to baseball being back. In fact, two months from today is the Apple Sox home opener. How exciting is it to be? Thinking about that and realizing just how close we are to the start of this 2023 season. Lots of guys to talk about this week. Four players uh, joining the team. We're going to get Mitch Darlington's thoughts on them as well. As we remind you, as we mentioned, two months until the Apple Sox home opener, the first game of the 2023 season is going to be June 2nd against the Bend Elks. And I hope you guys are just as excited as I am because. As MLB has returned, it feels like they're starting to think a little bit more and more about summer. The weather getting a little bit more agreeable. Some days better than others, but getting closer to that point. And myself, I'm really looking forward to heading back out to Wenatchee. I'm currently in Lincoln, Nebraska right now, wrapping up the hockey season, which regular season ends in a couple of weeks. And then shortly after that, I'll be getting into our postseason. And before we know it, heading over to Washington to get set for this Apple Sox season. So going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to reconnecting with a lot of you who live in Wenatchee and who I've gotten to know over the last few years and we're always really excited to meet the new fans each season it's so fun to each summer you come in and maybe it's especially true for the players sometimes you don't know exactly everyone on board but it's so fun to get to know more people over the course of the season both on and off the field and that's just what makes the memories of the summer just so special so really looking forward to that we encourage you if you don't have them already get your tickets now for the Apple Sonics 2023 season now by heading to applesocks.com, You can purchase season tickets on there right now. And it's pretty impressive that you get 31 home games with these season tickets, and your seats are as affordable. You get this rate of your tickets, with the price of them for season tickets, they are as affordable of a rate as less than $5 per game. Really hard to beat that. Not getting that price in the major leagues, that's for sure. So consider purchasing Apple Sox season tickets today. That's for the general admission plan. Those run as as affordable as less than $5 per game. You can also purchase your reserved season tickets, which give you your seats closer to the field. Great thing about Paul Thomas Senior Stadium, sometimes good, sometimes bad, but a great thing about it is when you're seated right there in that reserved seating, you can hear just about everything on the field. And you don't get that kind of access in a lot of sports anymore. So something to think about there as you're looking at your plans for this 2023 summer. And don't forget the also the double-play ticket pack which is a 10-game flex pack, which gives you 10 general admission punches to be used all at once or whenever you want over the course of the season. That is also available, $60 for 10 tickets for any games over the course of the summer. So a couple things to think about. You can head over to applesogs.com and purchase those. But for now, as we dive into this podcast here today, uh, we're going to have Mitch Darlington giving his thoughts on each player's as we continue to look at this, the players are going to make up the Apple Sox roster. We've only got about a month left of these roster reveals in general. Not going to see a ton of them, you know. Once we get into the month of May, for the most part, uh, these are going to be pretty much wrapped up. Although there will be a couple of players to add in there in the mix, as as you've heard Mitch Darlington talk about, and you'll hear him talk about it a little bit with some of the guys today. Every year that you're preparing for a summer college baseball season. There's going to be guys who drop out as you get closer to the start of the summer, whether it's more innings than their coaching staff expected from them over the course of the college season, or even something as simple as an injury did come up, and they can no longer pitch and are just shut down for the summer as they get ready for their next spring season. Now, before we dive into this week's new members of the Apple Sox roster, again, four players to talk about, I wanted to highlight some of the Apple Sox alums and how they're doing in the course of uh, both the college baseball world and Major League Baseball. Maybe you saw it on our website last week. Five Apple Sox alums appeared on MLB opening day rosters. They were Griffin Canning of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, Marco Gonzalez of the Seattle Mariners, James Kaprelian of the Oakland Athletics, Ryan Kreidler of the Detroit Tigers, and Drew Rasmussen of the Tampa Bay Rays. So all five of them on Major League rosters. I'm sure if you're a Mariners fan who's also an Apple Sox fan, you probably already knew about Marco Gonzalez, who of course pitched for the Apple Sox back in 2010. Maybe didn't know about some of these other ones. Griffin Canning was a Gold Glove Award winner a couple of years ago at Pitcher. Caprellian has made his mark with the Oakland Athletics, made a lot of starts last year against the Mariners, so perhaps you're familiar with that name if you're watching enough uh, Mariners games. Caprellian pitching for the Apple Sox in 2012. Ryan Kreidler made his MLB debut last year in August and it was a more recent Apple Sox player, 2016 alum, so really cool to see him getting up to that level. Drew Rasmussen, like uh, Griffin Canning on that stacked 2014 Apple Sox team that produced a couple of major leaguers. Rasmussen, just part of that extremely talented Tampa Bay Rays roster. And as if you were following MLB, they certainly got off to a hot start. So neat to see all these guys at the major league level Myself, I'm really looking forward to when we get to at least a couple of years probably still seeing some guys from the, the my first couple of years with the Apple Sox. I have not had a guy like that. I started with the team in 2018. There's a couple of guys who have been making their way up in the minor leagues from that team, but not quite at that level. 2018 team had Jeremy Wu Yelland, who was an all-star that season named one of the top prospects at the All-Star Game that season with the 2018 Apple Sox. He's in the Boston Red Sox system. He's had some injuries the last couple of years, still continuing to climb, but not quite there. Another guy is Troy Stainbrook, who, boy, if you saw him that summer, you, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Had an ERA under one. He is in the Washington National System, still climbing his way up, former Biola Southpaw, and i of looking to see if we can see those guys get up to the majors maybe in a yet another year or two. Probably not quite there this season, but you never know. You have a great minor league baseball season. Sometimes you get rewarded in September, so we'll have to keep an eye on those guys on the minor league level. One guy we've talked about a little bit more who could be on his way, still got a little ways to go, is Ryan Long. He was pitching in single A last year with the Delmarva Shorebirds of the Baltimore Orioles system, pitched in the World Baseball Classic, but just a couple of guys to highlight for you who are, maybe you've been like me and you've been around the team since the 2018 or 19, and you kind of can remember some of those names. But I'm really looking forward to when we can get to that point when you have guys who I've seen over the last couple of years who I called Apple Sox games for. Not that there isn't pride for these ones before, but it makes it obviously a little bit more personal once a player you recognize. But if you're a fan who's been in Wenatchee long enough, I'm sure you recognize a lot of these guys who I mentioned uh, again, I'll just rattle them off. Griffin Canning with the Los Angeles Angels, Marco Gonzalez with the Seattle Mariners, James Kaprelian with the Oakland Athletics, Ryan Kreidler with the Detroit Tigers, and Drew Rasmussen with the Tampa Bay Rays. Those are five Apple Sox alums who made their, their respective teams' MLB opening day rosters. Now, as I mentioned, let's go back to some of the college players who are Apple Sox alums to see how they've been doing. A lot of guys from the 2021 uh, edition of the Apple Socks who have been shining as of late. And each week, I'm trying to pick about five or six guys who've been really popping out to me when I've seen them. Maybe they're just in a lot of headlines, doing some great work. But it's not a surprise sometimes when it's not necessarily the spring after the summer that these guys spent with the Apple Socks It's more of if it's two years later. And I'll give you an example. Mitch and I talked about him a little bit last week. Iva Arquette, who was a phenomenal shortstop with the Apple Sox last year, led the team in RBI, incoming freshman at Washington. He hasn't gotten into game action yet. And at this point in the season, early April, it's very reasonable to suspect that he could be redshirting this 2023 season. The Apple Sox won't have him back this summer, but a name that many of you were very familiar because he played more games at shortstop than anyone else on the Apple Sox. So, He's a guy who, he's, he's not playing this year. You have to stay patient. And some of these guys who played for the Apple Sox in that 2021 season, as I mentioned, who, they did not see a ton of action last year, or they've just taken a bigger step forward here this year. Again, that, that 2021 team had a ton of talent. They just could not put it together on the field over the course of that summer, but a lot of really exceptional players from that group. Starting it off with just this week's uh, Apple Sox alums to highlight in college baseball, we'll begin with Zach Tolia. He had a 13-game hitting streak from February 26th all the way to March 26th with five multi-hit games over it. Now, Tolia was a guy in that 2021 season, I was so surprised that we didn't see him more often. Again, incoming freshman, understandable that he's very raw. There's things to improve. He did not really get a lot of action that season at third base. And again, to me, that was just such a surprise because the talent was just oozing off of him. Big figure. Every time he made contact, he really did such a good job getting the ball in play and driving it. But he was kind of stuck behind Apple Sox infielder Tino Bethencourt, who got a lot more action at third base. And I mean, you can look at the numbers however you want. Bethencourt had his... His power potential that whole summer, you know, four home runs, 27 RBI, 141 at-bats in 41 games, Tolia got into only 17 games, and he had a three twenty seven batting average, though, in that time, with a home run and 11 RBI, so I would have loved to have seen those two maybe split that position a little bit more. I don't really think one of them was definitively above the other at the time, but Tolia just did not get a ton of work that summer, unfortunately, with the Apple Sox, but good to see him thriving. He began his college career over at the University of Utah before transferring to Portland, and he's been exceptional at Portland. Gig Carver, Washington native, just on an absolute roll this season, batting 354 at this point in the season through his first uh at this point, through about his uh, 16 games or so that he's played, just really good stuff from him, and he's doing a good job with the pilots. So that was our first Apple Sox alum to highlight. Toya, of course, played for those 2021 Apple Sox. And another member of the 2021 Apple Sox is our next guy who we're going to spotlight, and that's John Newman Jr. He was a late addition to that summer's team after some injuries at catcher, but he was a big part of the club down the stretch as Newman in that summer with the Apple Sox he would only hit a buck 79 in 24 games but he was in there for his defense and he was a strong defensive catcher threw guys out just did a really good job behind the plate and this season he's kind of picked it up a little bit offensively speaking playing for of course, UC Santa Barbara Newman. This past weekend, on April 3rd, went three for four versus Santa Clara. He had two home runs, and over the weekend, this past weekend, he had a total of three home runs over three games. So, really nice work from him. I mentioned, though, not not a huge power guy in his time at UC at with the Apple Sox back in 2021, but doing a really nice job over at UC Santa Barbara and using the stick a little bit to to do some damage. So on the season for him, 246 batting average in 17 games. All three of his home runs came this past weekend, so really good work from John Newman Jr., 348 on-base percentage as well. You love to see that. His three home runs so far this spring – equaling the total that he had in 39 games last year as a sophomore so nice work from him that's our second player that we're spotlighting on this week's apple Sox, uh highlighting some of the apple Sox alums in college baseball before we move on to this week's roster additions also got to touch on a lot of pitchers here three of them with the cougs we'll start with first with a husky john lucas shin he's got a 270 era and seven relief appearances For the Washington Huskies. Really good work from him. A guy who you look back at his summer with the Apple Sox in 2022. A little up and down. Got some work as a starter. Got some work as a reliever. Right now he's kind of settling in as a guy who comes in. Facing some lefty hitters. Gets them out. And then gets out of the game too. So a situational lefty being used so far this season for the Huskies. And now let's touch on our Cougs. Three guys. Two of them from the 2021 Apple Sox. Chase Skrillo who... You've seen us highlighting him plenty on social media, and rightly so. A 2.38 ERA with five saves and 17 strikeouts over 11 and a third innings in 12 appearances. Also got a to touch on Cam Liss. He had a 3.18 ERA with 11 strikeouts over five and two thirds innings in nine relief appearances. So really good work from those two. Liss did pitch in the West Coast League last summer, not with the Apple Sox. He would pitch with the Edmonton Riverhawks. So. Each of his last three summers have been spent with a different West Coast League team. 2021, List was over with the Yakima. Beg your pardon, 2000, yeah, 2021, he's with the Yakima Valley Pippins. No, I've been 2019. I'm forgetting with the COVID years in there. 2019, List pitched for the. Yakima Valley Pippins, 2021 with the Apple Sox, and then 2022 with the Edmonton Riverhawks. Meanwhile, Chase Grillo was with the Sox in 2021. He was in the Northwoods League, though, last summer and just really excelled there as he was an all-star in that league. McKay Cotrell was a guy who pitched for the Apple Sox all the way back in 2017, and he's still in college thanks to some of those redshirting, transferring, and COVID-year rules, and he's got a 415 ERA in nine relief appearances with the Cougs. In total, there are four former Apple Sox pitchers on their roster. The other one is Jack Lee. He has not gotten into any games yet this season, though, at Washington State. So that's a look at some of the guys from this week. Uh, From this past week in college baseball and just highlighting what they've been able to do this season, who are former Apple Sox players, fun to keep an eye on these guys. And it feels like the closer we get to the start of the regular season for the Apple Sox, the more and more stories there are to talk about former players. But as we're going to do here in just a moment, we're going to talk about some of the incoming guys who are going to be part of this 2023 season. It's so fun to look at what guys have done or doing who have been with the Apple Sox before, but for me, it's even more special to be able to touch on the guys now who are going to be part of this team in 2023. Is you get closer to the start of the new season, the identity of the team slowly but surely will begin to come into focus as we get to know them. And I think that's, that's why we started doing this podcast, was we wanted to introduce you to these people because it's time to start looking ahead for the Apple Sox. A lot of what we do with summer college baseball, is looking at guys who were here, but as we just get closer and closer, we're looking at what's next and what this 2023 team is going to do. So let's get started with our first player to highlight this week joining the Apple Sox for the 2023 season. And that one is going to be Griffin Allen, who joins the Apple Sox from Maloney College in California. He transferred there from Grand Canyon University, where he did not get a chance to pitch in in 2022. However, he's got a 261 ERA with 42 strikeouts and 13 walks in 38 innings. Over eight games, six starts this spring at Ohlone College. He is teammates there with 2022 Apple Sox alum Nino Voltangio, who will also be returning to the Apple Sox in 2023. Voltangio will be joining the Apple Sox on a, t- on a 10-day contract to open up the 2023 season. So it'll be nice to have a returner on the team right off the bat, and he's going to try and fight to see if he can stay with the Apple Sox for the full summer. But this week, of course, touching on Griffin Allen and just impressive numbers from him this spring. I mentioned 261 ERA in eight games. The California Community College Athletic Association awarded him the NorCal Conference Pitcher of the Week honor for tossing seven shutout innings with five strikeouts, one walk, and one hit allowed on March 4th against San Mateo. Great work from him, and he's actually already got a good connection to the Apple Sox because he worked a bit last year with this year's Apple Sox pitching coach. Mike Callie. has spent last season working as the pitching coach for the Western Nebraska Pioneers. He is now with the Apple Sox after working in the in- Independence League, and under his tutelage, Allen had a really special year. Griffin Allen recorded a 2.55 ERA with 69 strikeouts and 16 walks in 67 innings over 11 games, all of which he started. He would toss six or more innings in seven starts and earn the league's Pitcher of the Year honor in its inaugural season. I had a chance to talk a little bit with Mike Calia to see what Allen brings to this team and how he was a part of the recruiting process. And for this next recruiting announcement for the Apple Sox or this latest signing, we're excited to bring on once again the pitching coach for the Wenatchee Apple Sox, Mike Calia. And Mike, you're actually a big part of the recruiting process for bringing Griffin Allen to the Apple Sox. Now, not a guy who's at Lower Columbia. Tell us how this came about. How'd you get to bring him over to the Sox?
0: Yeah, you know, first of all, I think Griffin Allen's going to be a huge addition for us. I uh, had the pleasure to coach him last summer uh, with the Western Nebraska Pioneers when he was playing at Grand Canyon University. So, you know, the guy's he's competitive. He's a good kid. He's a professional. He carries his business the right way. We're, we're lucky to have him in Wenatchee.
1: What's uh What's this mean? Bringing him over, a guy you had summer ball experience with before. It's nice to have someone you've worked with in that in that regard and having a nice connection.
0: Yeah, you know he he and I really hit it off pretty well. He's a very coachable kid, wants to win. I think we have a lot of similar qualities in that aspect. So um, when he was reaching out looking for a summer spot, and you know I was in Wenatchee, it was it was pretty much a no brainer. So I'm I'm looking forward to working with him again this summer.
1: What makes you believe he can make that big jump up to the West Coast League level? That is a bit of a step upward.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, he's he's pitched in high leverage situations. He's pitched at some solid schools. He's at Ohlone Junior College right now. Just one pitcher of the week. Um, uh, it's March 9th today. So, you know, he's he's dominating that league. Um, just a heavy fastball that he competes in the zone with. And he has a great breaking ball. Uh, challenges hitters a lot. And I think that's uh, that's a recipe for success in any league, really.
1: What can fans expect with him? He's had a busy college journey, as you've mentioned so far. Uh, What's the biggest thing you really think he brings to the table for the Apple Sox?
0: I think he's a great teammate. I think he's a fun guy to be around. I think fans really, really enjoy Griffin. Um, Like I said, he's a bulldog on the mound. He brings that mentality. Um, But, you know, he's a teddy bear once you get off. He's a likable dude. He's got a great smile. So I think he's going to fit in well in Wenatchee, and he's going to pitch for us, too. And I think, you know, he's going to compete and be successful.
1: That was Apple Sox pitching coach Mike Calia chatting about this week's first signing, Griffin Allen, from Ohlone College in California. Really excited to see those two working together again. They were part of the Independence League champion uh, Western Nebraska Pioneers last year in the first year of the Independence League, so it'll be fun to see what they can do together here today, this year. And I love the way that Calia talks about Allen being a guy who's going to be a competitor on the mound but a great teammate in the dugout. Those are the best kind of of summer ball players whether they're a pitcher or a position player let's move on to our next guy we're going to chat about luke myers he's in his first year at central arizona college where he has a 411 era with 21 strikeouts and five walks in 15 and a third innings over his first eight games one of which he has started his best game so far was a three-inning relief effort that was against El Paso Community College back on February 4th. Remember, these junior colleges they play a lot of games, so a really early start to the season for the for the Vaqueros, but a lot of work under the way for them as those that's, that's a premier program and Myers a big reason for it. As I mentioned, that 4.11 ERA for him that's it's not as bad of a number when you consider the offense that there is at that junior college level. Now Myers allowed an unearned run back on that game on February 4th against El Paso Community College, but struck out seven and did not issue any walks. He's teammates there with a couple of former Apple Sox players, Felix Schlade and DJ Massey. You may remember Schlade a little bit from last year. Got a lot of starts in home games for the Apple Sox and did some nice work from them. He had his ups and his downs. The stuff was filthy, but sometimes a little trouble controlling the zone. That's changed a little bit. He's had a great year at Central Arizona. And, of course, DJ Massey, who was just such a rock-solid addition to the team down the stretch. Good job stealing bases, doing a really nice job defensively at shortstop, and filling that void that was left when Iva Arquette had to shut down for the summer. But talking about Luke Myers, our second edition for this week, another right-handed pitcher in addition to Griffin Allen. Myers is a Denver, Colorado native. He was a really good multi-position star at Heritage High School as he would bat 377 in 44 games and recorded a 2.51 ERA in 21 games over his two years on the varsity team. Luke Myers' senior year was just phenomenal all around as he would bat 387 with 9 extra base hits and 14 stolen bases while also recording a 253 ERA with 65 strikeouts and 22 walks in 47 innings over 12 games. He would appear in Prep Baseball Report's West Coast Games in 2021 prior to his senior season and was ranked as the 8th best prospect in Colorado in 2022. And here's a little bit from the head coach of the Apple
2: Sox, Mitch Darlington, as he chats about the Apple Sox edition of Luke Myers. Uh, Luke primarily has been used out of the bullpen for Central Arizona, but he's got good stuff, man. He's a true freshman, upper 80s fastball, real good breaking pitch. And so he's going to be huge for us out of the bullpen. Uh, I could see him getting a ton of innings for us. A lot of appearances, you know, not, not really a long relief guy, more of a, come in, shut things down, maybe moving towards the back end of a game, 7th, 8th inning. Luke Myers is one I'm really excited to have to our pitching staff, and I think Mike, uh, Mike Calia, our pitching coach, is really going to enjoy uh, working with him. Luke
1: Myers, the first of two additions to the Apple Sox from Central Arizona
2: College, and the
1: other one is Marcus Harrison. This is our first position player to be talking about this week, and again, so nice to be getting guys from that Central Arizona program because of the success they've had. Of course, they were the N- National Junior College Athletic Association Division One champions in 2022 in baseball. And Marcus Harrison has been a pretty regular player for the Vaqueros this season. He only appeared in six games as a freshman in 2022, but has got a .269 batting average with three home runs and 25 RBI in 36 games here this spring. Harrison's home run and RBI totals are tied for the most in the Vaqueros, and he also had an eight-game hitting streak back from February 14th to 25th, in which he batted .312 at the plate. The Chandler, Arizona native graduated from Corona del Sol High School in 2021 and he shined in a shortened 2020 junior season as he would bat 292 with four doubles and 13 RBI in 10 games. Here's a little bit from Apple Sox head coach Mitch Darlington on the addition of Marcus Harrison, another Central Arizona Vaquero to the 2023 Apple Sox
2: marcus is a utility player for central arizona we're gonna see him playing a lot of first base for us big kid good size good athleticism really can swing it has a lot of raw power so this is a guy that we kind of envision batting in the middle of our lineup you know and competing competing every day to to see some innings at first base you know central arizona that's a program that speaks for itself the junior college national champions last year so Getting a guy that's batting in the middle of their lineup this year and uh, is an everyday player for them is, is great for us. But we have a good connection down there. You know, their pitching coach JoJo Howie and I actually actually played against against each other in high school. So we uh, we've had a good connection in the last couple of years. Been able to get a couple uh, Central Arizona kids. Uh, up to Wenatchee for us and uh, everyone we've had, you know, Felix Schled, DJ Massey, you know, every, every uh, Central Arizona kid we've got in the past is, has been great for us. That was Apple Sox head
1: coach Mitch Darlington chatting about the addition of Marcus Harrison from Central Arizona College. And that brings us to our final player to talk about this week as we go back to the mound to chat about the fourth addition to this week's Apple Sox roster. And that player is going to be Junior Flores, a guy who's a Southpaw who began his collegiate career at Hawaii before transferring to New Mexico for this season. Flores is a sophomore there, but he has only appeared in one game this spring. At the time of our recording of this podcast, he towed the rubber nine times last year, posting a 6.14 ERA with four strikeouts and six walks over seven and a third innings in nine games for the Rainbow Warriors. Flores only allowed one run over his last six games while also striking out one, walking two, and only allowing two hits in three innings as he finished the year strong. The Maricopa, Arizona native graduated from Mountain Point High School in 2021 and he recorded a 315 ERA with 12 strikeouts and six walks in six and two thirds innings over four games. He had a save in three of those appearances, three of his four appearances, that is, having a save and also hit 267 at the plate in nine games. He's got a connection to a Former and, again, incoming Apple Sox player, a guy who's played with Wenatchee for parts of the last two seasons, and will be back again here this summer as head coach Mitch Darlington
2: details right here. Last guy I want to announce for this week is Junior Flores. Junior is from Arizona. Uh, he's currently going to University of New Mexico. Teammates with Jack DeDonato, which is is really how we found uh, Junior Jack reached out, you know, this fall when, when we invited him back to return for us, and he mentioned that, hey, we got another left-handed arm here that is interested in coming up to Wenatchee to pitch for you. And so, you know, <laughs> pitching is a premium in the West Coast League, and especially when it's a Division One left-handed arm, you really can't pass on that. So really excited to have Junior join us. He previously was at uh, University of Hawaii, Uh, Saw some limited work there, but overall pretty good stuff and uh, really excited to have him come up here and Another guy that I think he's gonna have some minimal work this year for New Mexico And you know that's gonna be great for us because he's gonna be able to see a ton of innings Uh, Another guy that I envision kind of being a left-handed weapon to bring out of our bullpen you know a guy with a good breaking pitch you know, kind of fits that mold of someone that's a situational bullpen arm that you can bring in and shut things down, use for short relief, and then uh, have them appear in a game a couple days later. So really important to have guys like Junior in your pitching staff. And uh, and again, I think working with Mike Calia and seeing how he can develop Junior is, is going to be fun to watch this summer.
1: That was Applesong's head coach, Mitch Darlington, chatting a little bit about Junior Flores, who, as you heard a little bit from the, the discussion with Darlington, that he comes to the Apple Sox in part due to his connection with Jack DiDonato, a guy who played for the Apple Sox in 2021, only pitched in one game that summer, but then a big part of last summer's team down the stretch. De Donato returning to the Apple Sox this coming summer after recording a 4.32 ERA in three appearances last year and in eight and a third innings on the mound, striking out eight, walking ten, and giving up seven hits. So excited to have DiDonato back and excited to have another member of the Lobos joining the Apple Sox in Junior Flores. So that wraps it up. That's a look at this week's roster additions for the Apple Sox. Three pitchers joining the team in Griffin Allen, Luke Myers, and Junior Flores, and one position player in Marcus Harrison. As you mentioned... Two months from now, it's open the home opener at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. It'll be June 6th. The Apple Sox taking on the Springfield Drifters. And we really want you to be there if you're going to be able to. If not, why not Why not make a trip out to Washington? Great place to spend the summer. You can get your tickets now on applesox.com, c- season ticket packages, and the 10-game flex pack available there. You can also give us a call at 509 665 6900. And maybe you're in the baseball mood with opening day coming back. You can gear up as well on the Apple Sox website. Lots of hats, t-shirts, uh, a couple of sweatshirts, they were a popular item last year. We're getting new ones in coming this year. But a lot of great items currently on sale in the Apple Sox team shop. and You should really check those out right now. If you go to applesox.com, go to the team shop tab. And you can look at some of the other options on there, whether it's a hat, a jersey even. We've got lots of great jerseys that were game worn from the last couple of years. Other shirts and other apparel that you might find. Uh, check those out now again at applesox.com under the team shop tab. Well, that'll do it for this week on the Apple Sox podcast. Lots more to touch on with our roster releases. We've got five more players to talk about next week as we're in the home stretch. Only about a month left of these roster reveals, but excited to continue to reveal the 2022, 23 rather roster to you ahead of this summer. I'm Joel Norman, and this has been the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast.
0: Thanks for tuning in
1: to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.